Player 2, this is Player 1, plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2, plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. week except for not very much action but that's okay but we did some stuff and we did things and we lots of uh, other stuff to talk about yeah and things and stuff so tim why don't you kick us off and let us know what you've been up to uh sure um so this week a lot of people are getting hyped for the new star wars movie a uh, new trailer came out and they uh just released on fandango and a couple other places how you could pre-order your tickets which my wife did we have a 7 30 screening on I think it's December 19th or 17th, something like that. So we will Woo-hoo! all be seeing the new Star Wars movie as a family, <clears throat> which is awesome. Pretty sure they're all sold out, I'm sure, by now. Oh, yeah, first day at least. Um, yeah. Yeah, there was server crashes. It was a whole mess. My wife was, That's like, awesome. on Twitter making fun of them. But we have our tickets. Um, but For, for which uh, theater? Downtown Vancouver. Um, it's not the most... She couldn't get into the coolest, like... I'm at, you couldn't get in the Cinetopia? What the hell? No, Cinetopia was completely broken. Cinetopia directed you to Fandango, which only had listed shows for Regal, which was awesome. That's Yeah, so, hey, let me show you our competition. Buy tickets from them. Way to go, yeah, Cinetopia. No shit, right? Yeah. Good job, Cinetopia. Yeah, Cinetopia is full of fail. And by the time Fandango got their shit together, all the good Regal theaters were gone. The IMAX theaters and the, the super sound systems, whatever. I don't care. I'll probably see this movie a couple times. So seeing it the first night will be awesome, and I could see it in 3D if I really want to later or whatever. I don't understand you people. Are you fucking kidding me? Why? I'm not gonna get. What the fuck? You're not a Star Wars fan at all. I'm like, it's cool, but I'm not gonna like go watch it in the movie but theater and like watch all these people like they're gonna be like, dude, there's gonna be like, there's gonna be like, like stuff that you don't want to like know coming out of people's pants because they're gonna be like so excited. Um. You go to the wrong theaters, I think. I think those are those are adult theaters. I think. Oh, is it? Is this not the one that's down at like the Pink Porn Palace? <laughs> no, that's street? not the one. That's oh, a different okay. kind of lightsaber, my friend. Oh, I got you now. So yeah, I realized though that my kids hadn't seen Star Wars. Um, we watched some of the. Co- oh, what a terrible father you are! Oh, well, yeah. I'm taking care of that. So okay. just now we finished uh, the first Star Wars movie, and by the first Star Wars movie, I mean A New Hope. I don't mean that piece of crap with Jar Jar Binks. That is the one Star Wars movie I will not be showing them. What? Why not? It's a piece of crap. But it's part of the series, no, ep- you douche. Episode you one have... is in speaking it's full of douche. It's full of Jar Jar Binks <laughs> and trade agreements. No one wants that. Everybody wants trade agreements. Come no, on if you now. skip that entire movie, you, you lose nothing. Except for the trade agreements. Yeah. 
You mean the you just wait the free sleep episode free sleep aids. Yeah, well, you just wait. Episode seven is gonna be all about Jar Jar Binks, and you guys are gonna be like, "Oh God, my kids don't know what's going on." Oh no! That would be an epic troll of JJ uh, Abrams to just like sneak, sneak some Jar Jar in there somehow. Yep, so I'm saying. So, um, I'm also watching a um, kind of a bootleg edition of the Star Wars. They're not the special editions with all the extra stupid digital effects. They're totally stripped down. The original theatrical releases. Oh, nice. Um, they're ripped from the Laserdisc, which were unaltered and still digital, semi-digital quality. Not super great. Um, like, not... But they're, they're decent. Decent prints. Nice. So, I'll be watching... Uh, in this order, I'll be watching New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and then I'll go back and watch uh, 2 and 3, and then finally Return of the Jedi to finish it all out. But in episode 1, after everything's all done, I said... my daughter wants to pick that up, that's on her, and she'll be like, Daddy, I should have listened to you. No. Uncle Zach says watch episode one. No pantless menace. I'm just saying. Um, and the only other thing really of note for my week is mostly just work and stuff. I think maybe I'm playing party hard around my kids too much. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're I come not. home and... I'm going to buy them a nice knife for Halloween. Or my daughter's lying Christmas. on the ground face down and my son is pretending to be a police officer and putting a garbage bag on her. Nice. <laughs> and he's saying, nice. "All right, now I'm going to find the suspect." And he starts looking around for. He was. Li- they were. <laughs> they were literally reenacting Party Hard in the living oh, room. This is awesome. Okay, some kids play cops and robbers. My kids play Party Hard. This really happened. And your kids clean up leaves in the front yard. I saw your wife post. Yeah, I. I think. What the hell? They might have been replaced by aliens. They had permission from her mom, my wife, their mom, to play video games on Sunday. And instead, they raked leaves. So there's something wrong with their brains. Uh, so Uncle Zach needs some help around his house. Just send him on over this direction. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that they were doing that actually for money. So if you got a couple dollar bills, they'll probably, oh, nice. they'll probably do it. Nice. Well, it's not too hard. And then I did no. one other cool thing this week, but I'll let you kind of talk about that. Uh, the Walking Dead? No, I didn't do that. You did? You watched The Walking Dead? No. Damn, you caught up on The Walking Dead. That would be, we that'd love be so you. unlike me. So we love you too. So that's what you, you did. Read all the comics? You read all the Walking Dead comics too? Oh my god, you're awesome. See, I'm replaced by aliens now too. If I did yep, all these things. See? Exactly. So uh actually what Tim's talking about is we or I got my hands on his alpha and Tim and his two kids came over and we had some fun and then we upgraded his alpha. And Tim, how how quickly does your alpha start now compared to a five minute boot before? It was four minute boot. Um Whatever, so we're talking from pushing the power button to being in Steam, ready to select a game. That's going through the boot up, going through the windows, starting up, going through Steam, starting up. All yep. of that, 40 seconds. Nice. Very nice. That's what I'm talking about. I dropped off three minutes and 20 seconds yep. just by installing a Kingston HyperX uh, SSD drive. Fury. Oh, yeah, Fury. SSD. So. And it looks cool, too, in there. It's all red and chrome and shiny and beautiful. It is. All you can't yeah, see it's it, so freaking fast compared to a normal hard drive. It is. So in Kingston as well, or HyperX, uh, hooked me up with a SSD as well. So I am rocking one of those. And my startup time on my PC now is five seconds to load in. So um, just the Windows, right? Yeah, just the Windows. Um, but actually, I'm not really positive because I have to type in a password. 
But uh, if I didn't have the type of my password, which I'm going to have to try this for next week. I'll let you guys know. Um, I'm going to take the password away. Steam instantly loads the second my is already loaded before I get to my desktop. Mm. So and it's already started. So I'm not sure. I'll have to take that password away and time it. I'll bet you it's like four seconds and everything's done and said. Yeah, we so, did some other stuff too, like uh, stripping out the Alienware UI and just going straight with Windows. Um, yeah. We just able to paste the password on my machine. And, and then we also kicked it uh, to where Steam starts instantly, and it starts in big picture mode. So basically is the Steam UI that uh, you were looking for. Absolutely. I have a PC console now. But yep. definitely the, the biggest part of that is the SSD drive. And now you only got one bullshit audio thing you have to deal with, the Windows audio. That's it. You don't have to worry about Steam UI audio right. and Windows audio and whatever audio. I have mine. Yeah. Just Windows. So, exactly. Yep, and uh, that's awesome. Yes, so um, definitely making me jealous and kind of wanting a Steam box that I can rip apart and take out all the pieces out and make into just a mini PC, but uh, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. So, yes, so we did that on your alpha. I talked about The Walking Dead. I watched episode two of season six, I believe it is, of The Walking Dead. It was awesome. Um, none of this flashback bullshit that they did um in the previous episode episode one of season six but it was good um entertaining uh still setting up though so unlike the walking dead where every episode kind of had like ups and downs this episode had a major up at the very end with no downs so it was good awesome yes but i didn't really do much else but this is episode 64 tim Mm -hmm. and it well my favorite console is the N64. That's right. Was that your first console? It was my very first uh, con- like TV console that was mine. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have very fond memories. But uh, I wanted to take this opportunity, since we're on episode 64, to do a little throwback to the Nintendo 64. And we're- I think we're going to talk about our favorite games of the console generation. But before we get into that, I wanted to show you this awesome N64 Circa 1998 commercial just to get everybody in the mood. Jingle bells, Santa smells, Christmas really stunk. I got nothing that I like, my gifts were all just junk. Boxes full of clothes, CDs no one knows. When I wanted something for my Nintendo 64, Zelda's great, Turok 2, South Park would be fine. How about Rogue Squadron? That game should be mine. Make up for a lame Christmas. Get the hits you missed on N64. Mom and Dad, I'm so sad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't see something like that coming out now. That's funny. I don't think we... That was like the end of like the whole like bad attitude era of video games where everything was like all edgy and... Oh, speaking of edgy, I'm glad you said that because this is another one of my favorite games for Nintendo 64. I wonder if it's what I'm thinking of, which was one of mine. Okay, here we go. Oh, wait, wait. I got before we start. If there's any children listening, including Tim's daughter, stop right now and fast forward about a minute ten. Thank you. <laughs> oh. Oh. So we were at partying last night. Dude, we got on the bar and started pissing all over these freaking bikers. <laughs> These cats started a fight. 
and we get back here and he goes all night. This place is completely trashed. Oh, he's paying for it now. A hangover is never pretty, but a squirrel with a hangover. That's just obscene. Conquer's bad for it. Yep, that's the one. Rated M for mature. <laughs> yeah, you like that, baby? <laughs> yeah, I know you do. I know you like that. <laughs> I know you love that. Conquer's <laughs> bad for it. Uh, dude, did you know that game's like worth like a hundred bucks if you just have the freaking cartridge? No, I, I mean, I'm not surprised. It's insane. But I, I had really it at one it point. The... Uh, I rented it a few times. Yeah, it was stupid fun. It was you awesome had sex fun. With a flower. So, Throwing yeah, the game was everywhere. awesome. Drinking lots alcohol. Lots and lots of alcohol. I'm trying to think. I feel like there's another one, but I'm not seeing it on our lineup. So there was, there was a... a South Park game. Is that what you're talking about, or? There was a there South Park game. It wasn't as obscene as Bad for a Day, though. No, not nearly as obscene. No, I was thinking I had another audio clip, but I guess I did. What, what were some of your favorite games besides the obvious one? Uh, obvious one being The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, which, by the way, I tried to get that trailer, guys, and there is no audio except for Giselda music, and I assumed you guys wouldn't want to listen to five minutes of Giselda music because we can do that on any other episode, just like <laughs> we normally do. But uh, So, uh... WWE or WWF No Mercy that was a sweet mm-hmm. game back in the day. Um I really enjoyed that one. Uh Mario Kart 64. Yep, definitely like that one. Uh Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark was awesome. And GoldenEye yep, 007. I think there's two kinds of people. Those got into it and those didn't. And yep. I, unfortunately it was one of those that didn't. I know. What? I what just the... didn't I didn't huh? get into it. Yeah. Did you play with friends a lot? Uh, Did you set up the cardboard in your screen so only you could see your corner of the screen? You did. You totally did. (laughs) No, no, not always, but my cousin had it, and he's the one who got it first. You guys have to sit on the top of the couch, and you have to look at this corner of the screen through the cardboard, and you guys have to lie down at the bottom of the couch. I've actually (laughs) been at parties where that was going on, and it just looks so funny and ridiculous, but local uh, co-player. Local land parties. Local one single console land parties. What were some of your favorite games from the '64? Obviously, it wasn't your first. No, it uh, wasn't. Console, um, but... And it was the first time I really departed from Nintendo. I went to PlayStation mostly for my gaming needs during this time. I had a Super Super oh, Nintendo. Nice. I did get a '64 at one point, and I did play. Um, I just didn't get as many games Ocarina on the system. Nintendo. Obviously, I played Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Probably my favorite game, um, in a way, was Super Mario '64. Just because. Oh, that because was a good game. It really opened up the whole 3D platforming thing. I don't think people realized before that game how revolutionary that game was. That you could run and jump like anywhere you wanted to. Like that just yeah. wasn't really a thing. I mean, there's yeah. other games that worked in 3D, but I can't exactly verbalize Not why, like but Super Mario really cracked that open. And that was like the yeah, people were like, whoa, you can go left and up at the same time? I think it was the jumping, because most other games where you could go 
in 3D. It was more like you were stuck on the ground, more or less. Like kind of like Zelda. Yeah. I mean, Zelda, you can go in any direction, yeah. but you weren't like bouncing around like a maniac. So no. that was a. You were in a crazed Italian. No, and I liked around. the whole world exploring thing, going through the mirrors and beating the level, and yeah, the stars. Could. Yeah, stars I like Super Mario 64 a lot. That'd probably Me be my too. pick. And then Conquer's Bad Fur Day. I, I like that one a lot. Conquer's Bad Fur Day was awesome. So, anyways, guys, I just want to bring, point that out. That this is episode 64. I already kn- know we said it a few times, but uh, I want to give a shout out to the Nintendo 64 because without it, who knows where I'd be. I'd probably be somebody who didn't have awesome dreams about being a squirrel. Well, yeah, and, you know, Ocarina of Time, that was a big game for you. Yeah, that's like the game. So, majority of my office is Ocarina of Time stuff. So, cool. Yes. Anyways, so speaking of the Nintendo 64, the Nintendo 64 was a video game console, in case you guys weren't aware of that. And video game consoles play video games. So, Tim, what games have you been playing this week? I've been playing some Until Dawn. Um, You've been kicking my ass at a video game thing this week. Oh, by the way, guys, I went hunting this week. That's the reason why this next segment is going to be. So, you. You didn't mention that. I wasn't going to bring it up because I know it wasn't a super awesome hunting trip for you. No, this hunting trip sucked. I'm pretty positive that I need to go somewhere new next year because I only saw one. It was 400 mm. yards off, and I couldn't tell if it was a legal bull or not, so I didn't yeah, shoot it. Yeah, that range, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. All right, well, I just knew you did that. I didn't know if you didn't want to talk about it at all. No, it's cool. I just kind of forgot all about it because it was such a shit. Trip, gotcha. So. Well, back to gaming. Uh, until back to dawn, gaming. Um, PlayStation's great exclusive. I'm just starting to see ads for this game, even though it's been out. God, I really want to play this game. It's pretty good. And I keep forgetting it's a stupid ass yep. exclusive. Um, I'm enjoying it. Um, it's almost more fun to make the characters yeah, do bad it. decisions. <laughs> kind of in Is a it way. Really? Like I, I'm starting fights nice. between the characters on purpose at some points. Just because it's more nice. interesting. Um, I'm about two hours into the game. I've been recording it or trying to. Um, on PlayStation, you can only re- record in 15-minute increments, so I kind of missed a little tiny oh. part of one scene. But I've been putting it up on YouTube if you want to check it out and you don't have a PlayStation 4. Whoop, whoop. I'm going over there to watch um, it. Then I played through a indie game I bought a long time ago um, called The Stanley Parable. Um, oh, that nice. is what some people like to call a walking simulator because you just walk around and there's not much interaction with the environment. I had enough of that this weekend. I don't need to. The cool thing about this, it. though, is there's a narrator like describing almost everything you do. I narrate. Uh, I am taking a step down the hill, Zachary. You are falling down the hill, Zachary. The cool, you are rolling to your death, Cool Zachary. British voice. And like my favorite thing is like oh. doing the opposite of what it says. So it's like Stanley went through the left door. So I'll walk through the right door. And they'll go, Stanley couldn't follow directions very well. <laughs> he gets all like <laughs> mad at you. Um, and that was actually a pretty short experience. There's multiple endings, so you could go back and play it. Um, I guess do whatever he said to do the whole time. Um, it's got a sort of wacky sense of humor. Um, it's all like in an office building. And there's something weird going on. And you sort of discover what it, what it is. Um, I enjoyed it. I'm glad it was short. If it was drawn on a little bit more, I would have enjoyed a lot less. I think the narration definitely made that game. But that got me thinking about another walking simulator type game that I bought during a sale for PlayStation that I didn't play yet. So I went and uh, booted up Everybody Goes to the Rapture. Oh, nice. How is um, that? It's pretty. It's very pretty. 
That's what I've um, heard. I've heard it's very boring after yes. a long period of time. Um, so I know the game wants you to stop and see everything, but you walk really slow. You walk really slow, and you can't walk away when the audio clip starts. You can't, if you want to see it, yes. Um, so you basically walk around this um, deserted village, and you come across these little energy spheres, which are like memories or ghosts, not sure which yet, of uh, people that were there before. No, demons. I don't think so. They're well, demons. Okay, maybe. But they're usually people having some kind of conversation and gradually unraveling the plot of what happened before you woke up where you woke up um, because there's nobody in the village. It's empty. And it's interesting so far. Um, I've also heard it's short, and I'm glad it's short because, like I said, it does get a little boring. It's super pretty. Um, it's like I think a British town because it's slightly different. Nice. So I'll probably finish that. And then I just got a code and just downloaded and just started today Transformers Devastation. I hate this you. This is like my 12 year old self is like giddy right now. This is totally the Transformers games we've been wanting. There's been lots of other Transformers games. Some have been based on the movies with those weird Transformers. And some have been based on like pre-Transformers. Like the last, the first two uh, Transformer games, I think were like just the Transformers that came straight from Cybertron and were like not even full like American style cars yet. They were just like, I don't know. You... They, were just, they were just like weird Chinese yeah, they were just, kind they of were, Japanese they were weird. knockoffs. Um, so this is Generation 1, the cartoon, the 80s cartoon Transformers, and it looks really pretty, and it's really easy to control, and they have the original voice actors, and it's really cool. Um, so I had fun with that today, but like I said, I just got the code, so I've been playing it for about 40 minutes or so. Like Nice. I just actually activated it on my Steam account, too, so ha ha ha, I'm going to play it as well. That's what I've been playing. How about you? Uh... I've been playing Hunting Simulator 2K16. It sucks. Uh, terrible graphics and the real life simulation uh, fatigue on it is real and it sucks. Is it raining while you're out there? And um, somewhat, but like that wasn't the worst part. So like I said, that one was like 400 yards away yeah. roughly, and like that's like in a bird's eye. So, like, I had to walk down a ravine that was, like, 400 y- uh, yards, and then I had to go back up, and that sucked. Made you tired. Like, I'm definitely feeling it, like, still, like, four days later. Like, my back is, like, sore. My shoulders are sore. Like, you do, like people are like, yeah, I work out all year round. I'm like, yeah, but you also don't carry a rifle and a backpack with gear and climb mountains with all that shit like i'm sorry like i i work out too but i'm tired from this maybe you should carry a backpack so, the three weeks before you go hunting <laughs> I, i'm pretty sure i'm gonna have and a rifle i'm just gonna carry a rifle around there's gonna be a lot of cop calls tim's gonna be down at the sheriff station a lot pull, bailing me out like no guys seriously actually in our just town practicing for hunting carrying a rifle around doesn't raise that many eyebrows that's true yeah so but, anyway, so I didn't get a whole lot of gaming in. I got a couple rounds of Rocket League and one level of Party Sweet. Hard. That's about it. So, are you back past so, where you were before? No, I'm not even close. I'm so on, I am like, I read somewhere three. that they added seven new levels to Party Hard. I don't see them on the... I think you gotta okay. beat it first. Two. Yeah, I think you have to beat it Because I want to get to the level that has a, a butt that shoots rainbows. 
issue. Yeah. Well, we ran it. We ran into an episode like a uh, one where there's like yeah. an alien like taking yep. over. Remember that? That was never on mine before. Oh, oh, oh. And we played party hard after you uh, put the uh, SSD into uh, my alpha. Uh-huh. And when you boot up party hard on the alpha, the lights blink like it's a disco. Like it's a oh, disco yeah. Light. Forgot like about the music that. Goes, did, 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 and the lights like turn pink and like flash, like strobe. Yeah. So suck on that, that PS4. Awesome. I know, right? Suck on that. Anything that's not mastering. Yeah, party hard still awesome. It was pretty awesome. So, anyways, we did that, and we asked you guys a question last week. We're gonna be moving along a little bit quicker here, guys, because we got some stuff we want to get through today with you. Um, we asked you what was your favorite horror movie. Or scary movie, whatever, you, however you want to pronounce it. Um, and we got some cool responses. So why don't you go ahead and take sure. it away, Tim? So um, Blake says, the remake of Evil Dead make me turn on the lights before I enter different rooms of the house for the rest of the night. Nice. And I actually got a trailer awesome. for that if you guys want to listen to what Evil Dead sounds like. Sleeping with the fucking lights on, Blake. Yeah, the end of Evil Dead is pretty messed up. The remake. I have not seen. I it, think so you'd like it. Um, I also highly recommend Evil seen. Dead Two, the original. It's a really good blend of horror and comedy. I think the only okay. other series that does as good of a blend of horror and comedy is one we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, moving on though, okay. Jesse says the Babadook, but only if Requiem ah. for a Dream doesn't count as a scary movie because that's a scary ass movie. Requiem for a Dream is a messed up movie for sure, but technically not horror, like he mentions. Baba Duke is one I've wanted to see. It's based on like I think a uh, that or a Scandinavian um, fairy tale or something. But I totally okay. have seen a trailer for it a couple years ago, and I want to see it. I believe it's on Netflix, so I'm going to take care of that. Nice, and we actually have the yeah, trailer for it as well. Out. 
Where'd you get this? On the shelf. If it's in a word or it's in a look, you can't get rid of the Babadook. A rumbling sound, then three sharp knocks. That's when you'll know he's around. You'll see him if you look. Nothing bad's gonna happen, Sam. Did he think that about my dad before he died? He sees things as they are, that one. I promise to protect you if you promise to protect me. Oh, my God. Did he hurt anyone? The boy has significant behavioural problems. This monster thing has got to stop, all right? It's just a book. It can't hurt you. Stalking me and my child. You can't get rid of the pepper dog. You can bring me the boy. You can bring me the boy. You can bring me the boy. Sounds scary. I want to see that one. I want to see right. it too. Tim, we should watch it and get our PJs down and not cuddle up on the couch because that's gay. Uh, I'm not but, the one you know, up that, about... so I don't know what your issue is. Sorry, I was listening to the Bone Smasher <laughs> podcast today. So. <laughs> Moving on. A Skyrim addict, our uh, fellow podcast buddy, says, I think we're alone now. A documentary about obsessed Tiffany fans. Yes, it's real. <laughs> I had to share a. Um, a picture with Zach of one of the obsessed fans, and I think he will have nightmares now. Yeah, that's worse than the Babadook. I'm just saying, guys. Um, Bradley Keene says Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 for its 80s campiness. Now, I have to admit that I have only seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre, not 2. I know 2 has Dennis yeah. Hopper in it, um, so I kind of want to see it now that he recommends it. And then uh, Joel... Um, says Nightmare on Elm Street, which is certainly a horror classic. And that was what I was talking about as far as a... It started out as pure horror, but then it kind of became a mix of horror and comedy. Um, Freddy yeah. kind of joking as he rips up teenagers. As only Freddy can. And, yeah, uh, yeah uh, that was directed by the late Wes Craven, who made some really good horror movies. We've talked about um, The Hills Have Eyes. I think he did The House on the Left, if I remember right. But he did oh, a lot nice. of great horror movies, including Nightmare on Elm Street. Sweet. So I have 
uh, some other movie suggestions as well. I yes, guess, like. I would love to hear more suggestions. Okay, so we talked about Case 39 yeah. last week, and that is the one about the little girl whose parents tried to burn her alive. So I have the trailer for that for you guys, and decide for yourself if you would like to take on Case 39. Be honest, whole psychology thing is just about scoring chicks, isn't it? Regrettably, yes. I sit there talking to these families, and I think I might be totally full of it. Everybody's full of it. You are a number to call for people who don't have anyone else. There's no way that's bad. How many active cases you got? 38. 39 now. Jeez. This isn't called Case 38. My name's Emma. No. Lily, you know I can help? They hate me. They go into the cellar. This little girl heard her parents say they're going to send her to hell. I'm scared. Did you hear that? Open up! Police! What she needs right now is a safe, supportive environment. I think that I can provide that for her. Do you live alone? Just me. Just us. I had a bad dream. You gotta expect some hiccups. You can't undo ten years of trauma in six weeks. I went by the house. Mom and Dad were barricading themselves in their room at night. What scares you? They followed me. Who? You're not safe around me. People die around her. Not by her own hand. They just die. So that is case Sounds 39. pretty messed up. It's really messed so have you up. Seen it? And I have seen it. I've seen it multiple times. I enjoy it. Um, they're trying to burn their daughter alive. That's, yeah. I, I I didn't take any parenting classes, but if I had, I'm pretty sure that's something you're not supposed to do. It's usually, usually. frowned upon. I mean, unless your daughter is possessed, then then it's fine, I guess. I guess. Um, the only other movie I'd like to recommend before we get going... Is mirrors? Have you I seen have that not, movie, Tim? I seen either of these. There, there's mirrors one and mirrors two. Mirrors two is okay. I really enjoy yeah. mirrors one. Um, and all I have to say before we play this trailer is watch out for Essaker. Okay. okay, you two. You need to finish your homework. You need to get ready for your bath. I'm leaving in a couple minutes. I'd be happy birthday. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Well, here you go. This is where you'll be spending most of your time. The company wants us to patrol the premises every couple of hours. The mirrors, they're so clean. The fella who was working here before you, he was completely obsessed with these mirrors. 
Anybody here? There's a theme in the last couple of movies. Children. Yeah, so if you guys can't tell, I really like scary movies that involve like demonic children. I think I got um, something for you later in my ki- kick it segment. I'm just saying. Okay. These kids let me just say Mirrors is messed up in a whole new reality because it it plays on I think basically I think everybody was kind of like when you were younger thinking of like what if the thing staring back in the mirror like wasn't really just a reflection but a living thing on the other side? And that's what mirrors does. It plays on that as in that the person or the thing looking back on you at you may mimic you, but you, it can control you if the mirror breaks. And uh, it doesn't have to be a mirror. It's any reflection. So you'll hear like running people like running through water in like the last like 30 seconds of that trailer and it's the kids running and the parents running their house is flooded because they've covered all their mirrors but if you look down into a puddle tim what do you see exactly so the last time you hear the kids say they just want to play with us he's sitting in a puddle of water and something his reflection reaches out through the water and pulls him through into the other real into tries to pull him through into their realm so uh this is all messed up uh it kind of ties in i said essaker ties in to mirrors the original and i believe mirrors 2 is the story of essaker um so it's messed up and i showed tim a picture of essaker uh while it's we were scary. watching the trailer so yeah, it's pretty creepy. So, anyways, guys, those are my two uh, scary horror movie selections for this week. Mirrors, Mirrors 2, and Case 39. Cool. So, Tim, we came to that time. Why should it like us and rate us well, on iTunes? do you want your life to be a living hell? You do? Yes. Do you want to no. look into a mirror and see something looking back at you? That you don't like. That's the reason why I don't have mirrors in my house. If you don't rate us and like us on iTunes, that reflection in the mirror will be condemning you 
and you will know that you are an awful person and that you're you'll be haunted by this decision that you made to not rate us and like us on iTunes and tell your friends about us. And you don't want that. You don't want to have the guilt chasing you through the night like a masked murderer with a chainsaw. No. You would rather be the masked murderer. Take control of your life. Stab, stab, stab. Party party hard. hard. Rate it and like us on iTunes and flip that coin and be be the masked killer you always knew you could be. Awesome. Well, Tim, are you ready yes. to head the break? Well, before we no. head the break... Okay. All right. Yes. All right, guys. Just so you guys know, last week we were brought in and I had to fill in a little bit. The Our good friends over at Tiny Build have supplied us with some awesome music for our commercial breaks. Not only do we love our original commercial break music, guys, but we also love Party Hard. So head over to Steam and check out Party Hard. Here's a little bit more of a taste of some of the awesome tracks you will find while you stab, stab, stab your way through the parties. We'll be right back after this awesome, killer-enraged music break. Tasty treats in hand, and not only just a regular tasty treat, a special tasty treat from our friends over at Lewitt Brewing. If you guys don't recognize that name, head over to episode 31 of the Plug and Play podcast, which we came live to you from, Lewitt Brewing, with one of their specialty beers called the Shadow Ninja. The Super Ninja. Oh, no, no, oh, the, oh, before right. we had their yes. Shadow Ninja. Enough. Now... We are having a specialty treat for their third year anniversary, yes. Tim. Three years. And now they are super Three years, ninja. triple IPA. It's perfect. Um, yes, I love this brewery. They're in downtown Vancouver. Um, super friendly tap room. Um, they've got arcade games and loading dock on free play. Um, they always have great beers on tap, like the Shadow Ninja you mentioned. Um, the Master Splinter is another one of my favorites. And the triple IPA we're about to enjoy, called the Super Ninja, has the most badass label that we will be posting on this episode. Uh, Tim, I don't know if I can open it. Well, you could save the label. 
I could save the bottle. Oh, you do what you want with yours. I know what I'm doing with mine. It's it's killing me to wait even seconds longer to crack open this beer. Too bad. We got to talk about We're this beer. We're talking about the label because the label's amazing. Um, it has in the background the uh, bell tower from Esther Short Park. And there's a ninja yeah. like with lightning crackling out from him. He's about to spring into action. Bricks are exploding around him. It's a totally badass comic looking um, label. And I can't wait for the beer inside of it. Can I drink it yet? Why not? So, guys, sometimes you just need to raise some hell. That's why we brew the Super Ninja once a year to commemorate our brewery's anniversary. They want us enjoy. They want us to enjoy this massive triple IPA fresh, while doing something awesome like shaving a Sasquatch or. Recording the That's plug about podcast. equal to saving a, shaving a try say shaving a Sasquatch three times. All right, guys, everybody, let's try doing shave that really a quick. Shaving, shaving a Sasquatch, Sasquatch shaving a. Sh- oh. I don't know if you listeners were able right, to do guys. it, but I sure couldn't. Nope. All right, guys. So this has a uh, how many? Eleven percent uh, alcohol, my friends, and there's so many IBUs that couldn't even count them. It's over a hundred, though. Holy so crap. this this is a super ninja. This is not some little happy. This is not your mother. This is a ninja that's like gentleman. get over here and like stabs you in the heart and yanks you over with his grappling hook kind of ninja. All right, guys. One last thing, just to keep Tim waiting God a little bit longer. I was gonna do this at the end, but uh, we're gonna do this now. If you guys want some more information on Lewitt Brewing, head over to lewittbrewing.com. That is L O O W I T. Brewing, B-R-E-W-I-N-G dot com. Check them out and let them know that the Plug and Play crew sent you. All right, Tim, let's open these bad boys up. I can't yes. wait any longer. Oh, no. What, 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 what? Why? I don't have a, I don't have a beer <laughs> opener Well, it sure sucks to be you. All right, here's me <laughs> yeah. opening mine. Can you hear it? I found mine. I found mine. Hold on. All right. Wait for you me. said I'm... you wanted to describe the glass that we have. So I actually have an official Lewitt Brewing Company glass that says hashtag beer couver on the side of it. Properly chilled, of course, oh, yeah? to receive my Super Ninja, which I am pouring right now. And it is... Alright, well, Tim thinks that his Lewitt Brewing glass is all badass and stuff. I'm actually pouring mine into a Ninja Turtles nice. mug. That's right. Raphael, the guy who just likes to tear shit up already anyways. That is certainly appropriate. Oh, that is the God. next most appropriate thing to an actual Lewitt mug. Alright, so this is kind of a darker color. Um, almost amber, I would say. It's not an amber ale, but... That's the color that comes to mind. It does look right, amberish. I, I, and really, no head I've on I've waited this. a long time for this. Here we go. Mm. Oh my god. That is a tasty brew. That is a brew that lets you know it's there for sure. There's uh The smell of it is... Uh, you can smell the hops. It's got a little bit of like a... Like a I'd almost... Not like a flowery aroma, but like a... Yeah, like a floral aroma to it from the smell. I'm getting a little bit of hint of like a floral aroma when you take a sip of it. How about um, you? I'm kind of speechless right now. It's just so good. Dude, this is amazing. So, guys, before we go any really further, I just want to give you guys a little Q&A announcement here. Uh, the next following two segments, including the sign-off, are going to be effed <laughs> up because we are going to be super ninja out um so just hold on to see your pants because you never Who know what's going to happen, happen next. Here on out. 
And we'd like to give a huge shout out and a thanks to Lewitt Brewing for hooking us up with these awesome Super Ninja Triple IPA commemorative glasses. A. So head over to Lewitt Brewing again, like I said, lewittbrewing.com. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Twitter. Or head over to episode 64 of the Plug and Play podcast on thebuttonsmashers.com. And you will find links to all of their social media and their website underneath this episode. Thank you again, cheers guys. This beer is amazing. And cheers. Mm. All right. It's time to kick it. You get to go because I oh, want to keep bastard. drinking. You're supposed to go first. <laughs> all right, Zach. All right. Fine. Bye. I'll go first. All right. I'll go first. You know, you pick okay, candy. you go first. I will go first. All Zach, right. Zach, Zach, do you like I'm podcasts? I love podcasts. Do you like podcasts? I think I'm on a like podcast. podcasts about murder. Well, I like the, like, we're alive. And cereal. And cereal. So, this kind of sounds like cereal. It's called Sword and Scale. Um, It is a um, series started in late 2013. They have over 50 hour-long episodes featuring some of the most bizarre, disturbing, and horrifying real-life stories ever told. Um, So, to kind of give you a taste of what their production sounds like, I want you to go and roll... The preview, because I don't want to spoil anything for anyone, but the preview for episode 20 of Sword and Scale. We have covered a lot of disturbing topics here at Sword and Scale. However, being an audio program, we do our best to gauge our content against what anyone can see on the evening news on a daily basis. And until now, we've never had to delve this deeply into a topic in which the subject matter is so disturbing that it merits a very strong warning. But since we often say that the worst monsters are real, there's really no more appropriate example than the story you're about to hear. This is the first episode to carry an 18 and over label. If you are sensitive to topics involving crimes against children, I strongly recommend that you do not listen to this episode. The content is extremely graphic, and if you continue to listen, you are doing so freely and willingly, knowing that the following audio may cause you extreme emotional distress, nightmares, and even nausea. You have been warned. So it's probably that I'm twisted, but that... This song reminds me of Charlie Brown. I'm just saying... (laughs) Oh, that's even more twisted. So that, of course, (laughs) makes me want to listen to episode 20. Um, I've listened to the first episode. It's very well produced. It does remind me quite a bit of Serial, but each episode is its own crime. So, Is this available on iTunes? Yes, it is right now. Two seasons are available right now. Uh, Like I said, 50 episodes roughly. Um, But they've been doing this on their own for the first two seasons, and now they're going to Indiegogo asking for help um, to do the third season, kind of like We Are Live did. Um, so they're, we're shooting for $10,000. Um, they've already reached their goal and passed it. They're at $26,377 with 876 backers and 14 days left and they have stretch goals. So the way they're doing it is, um, for every 10,000, they are adding another five or 10 episodes basically. So they got the $10,000, which was their goal for 20 episodes, um, then they hit 20,000, which is 25 episodes, and they're really close to getting 30,000, which means they'll do 30 episodes next season, which will be over half of what they've done in for the two years combined. Um, 
if stretch wow. goes all the way up to hundred thousand um, dollars, they're they're not going any any more past that because at fifty episodes in it for a season, that's like I don't know if they're doing it weekly or whatever, but that's a lot of episodes. That's a whole year worth of episodes. So they're really well produced. Um, they're really messed up stories, very interesting stories, very disturbing stories. Um, all true crime. Um, they do interviews and kind of dramatic reenactments. Um, good stuff. You can, like I said, already check out what they're doing on iTunes. Uh, it's called Sword and Scale. And if you want to back it, it's on Indiegogo, not Kickstarter. Okay. Well, I stuck true to the Kick It realm, and I stayed yeah, on Kickstarter. And then they me, yeah, because I'm a ninja. And uh, I found Expand Lacing System. Tim, do you like no. tying your shoes? No, you don't. Nobody likes tying Men their shoes. Men just don't tie their shoes. Men just don't tie their shoes. So Expand Lacing System comes in handy for us ninjas. That's all I'm going to say about it. I'm going to let the creator talk about it a little bit. The average person will tie over 100,000 bow knots by the time they reach the end of their life. Bow That's knots. like tying every single person's <laughs> shoelaces in the stadium. Well, here at Expand... Ninjas we don't tie shoelaces. Change the music. Perfect. Lower the volume a little. Perfect. My name's Charles Harris, and I'm the creator of the Expand Shoelacing System. It all started with the help of the Pillar product design team. Our system had to be easy enough to be used by five-year-olds and strong enough for triathletes. We wanted a minimal design with a wide range of use, and I feel we conquered exactly that. There's two Conquered. key elements that define the Expand system. The first Bad element birthday. is great aesthetics. Up close, our laces have a very cool, unique look to them. But when you step out into the world, they look like every other shoelace out there and would never be spotted. With 24 colors to choose from, we're sure you'll find exactly what you're looking for. The second element is control. When you combine our lace anchors with our zero memory elastic laces, you get full control over the fit and feel of your shoes, locking the laces into that setting. You can set a relaxed fit for casual shoes or a snug fit for your athletic shoes. You also have two options for installation. You can install the lace anchors behind the tongue of the shoe and trim the excess lace for a stealth look, or you can use our specially designed lace end clips with your lace anchors installed on the outside of your shoes for a more athletic look, much more streamlined than the other systems on the market. So that's it guys, that's the Expand Shoelacing System. We're ready to rock. All of our manufacturing molds are complete. We've ran over a thousand test cycles with our shoelace manufacturer, ensuring the quality and consistency of our product. Now we're turning to you guys for your support. And with your help, we're gonna be able to place a huge initial purchase order and launch Expand Laces into the world. So if you think this is a great product for yourself, your kids, your parents, or even your grandparents, we'd love to have you on board as a backer. Thanks for watching. Yeah! <laughs> so, if you want to be a ninja, guys, head over to kickstarter.com and check out Xpand. X-P-A-N-D. For $8, you guys can get in the back backer category considered I'm interested, which gets one pack of Xpand shoelacing systems, complete pair of one shoes, completes one pair of shoes, 
pick any color after the campaign ends. Or, if you're like me, you could do $45 and get the friends and family early bird pricing and get nine packs of expands to complete complete nine pairs of shoes, which I did not do. I'm going to probably do the $8 level because I only really have one pair of shoes that has shoelaces. My other pair of boots don't have shoelaces because I'm lazy when I get up in the morning and ready to go to work. So I just have like those shoes that I used to slip on. But anyways, guys, they have 35 days to go. They're looking for $10,000, which sounds ridiculously large. But with 3,947 backers, they already have $123,892 pledged out of 10,000. So they are almost 13 times overfunded with 35 days to go. So, Ninja Shoelaces will be made. I'm just saying, they're from the great state of Washington. Super Ninjas from the great state of Washington. I'm thinking we got something going on. I think we might be making ninjas, dude. I'm it's just saying. the ninja factory of the world. It is. So, no more knots. No more tying. Three seconds flat. That's as fast as a ninja can go. So, head on over there. Check them out. I think it's interesting. I really hate tying my shoelaces. And honestly, when I was in high school, I used to lace them to where the shoelaces would be at the toe of my shoe mm-hmm. on the inside because I just didn't want to tie them. So, this fixes all the issues. Cool. It sounds like a pretty good product, yeah. actually. Yeah, it's actually a pretty sweet product. So head over there, check it out, guys. Yeah. You're going to get it, <laughs> no matter what. You just now know. it's time for our game industry news, events, and game releases. Um, so our favorite company to talk about, Konami. Oh, I love <laughs> Konami. Konami is denying that Hideo Kojima has left and says he's on vacation. <laughs> What? How how the hell do you deny that when they like you cut him out they of everything? They're like no 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 guys, don't worry. He was fine not being mentioned in Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh no no guys, he was fine not being mentioned anywhere on the website. Oh no no no, he he chose to remove his name. Oh guys, he did that because he's on vacation. Jeez, leave us alone I think for that a minute. They want people to be rest assured that uh, Metal Gear Solid Online is going to work. I don't know, but. No, 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 guys. Kojima's working at a pachinko factory now. It's fine. Nami denied he's left the company. Currently, Kojima and the development team are finishing developing Metal Gear Solid Five. are taking a long time off from work. Um, then a spokesperson, or sorry, a, a author of a New York piece, Simon Parkin, tweeted a photo, which looks like a, a bunch of employees having a farewell party for Kojima. <laughs> but <laughs> Konami claims not to know what that's all about. Like, there's a bunch of people raising a glass to Kojima, and they're all, like, circled around him, taking pictures. But, nope, that's not a farewell party. <laughs> Kojima's still at Konami making games. Oh, uh, Konami. Oh, my goodness. That just made me laugh. So, that's the first news story. Oh, my God. What you got, Zach? Well, I got a game release for you. I'm going to go start off okay. with that really quick. So, I got this release called Emily is Away. It's a free game if you choose it to be free. You can either choose to pay for it or choose to get it for free. I recommend you at least chip them a dollar or some change or something. Um, it's a fun little game. You remember back in the days of uh, AOL? Oh, yeah. Those discs would come in the mail yeah. forever, even if you were already a member. And you remember AIM? Yeah, it's a little, that stupid little like, guy, the yellow guy, those... 
Yes. The stick figure. Exactly. And this stupid little guy is what has inspired Emily is away. So this is a aim simulator, basically. <laughs> you are a high school boy. You start out as a high school boy. And you are aim messaging a high school girl that's in your class and talking about going to cool. a party. And then after you are done with that scene, it jumps to you have to choose some uh, things that change the course of your conversations. Like if you're going to be an engineer or if you're going to go to art school or if you're going to go to business school. And she will remember those sort of things. Um, then after that scene, it cuts out. You choose a new little profile picture that has relevant to the year. And you are now a freshman in okay. college. And then you talk about your college experiences with her through AIM messages. And then you end that series. I'm not going to spoil too much of it, so I'm just going to explain this. Basically, this scenario repeats all the way through your senior year in high school, or senior year in college, and graduation. And, um, yeah, so it's a cool little thing. There's one a little annoying fact, and that is that, uh... <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Tim was trying to troll me while I'm trying to talk here. The annoying little fact is that it gives you menu prompts that you can choose to type back to your uh, friend Emma, and or Emily, and, uh... Once you select it, it doesn't just type it in. You actually have to touch keys on the keyboard. It doesn't matter which keys you touch, but you have to touch a key on the keyboard for it to type each freaking letter. And sometimes your guy backspaces because he doesn't think that's the right thing to say, so you have to touch the keys extra. So a game that should take you 15 minutes max to play through it takes you about a half hour to 40 minutes. It's a fun little game for free to go check out. I wouldn't mind chipping him a couple bucks. I played it twice through. Um, and I think you can romance her. Um, I know you can in one particular scene, but then she regrets it in the next. So I'm not really sure if you can like make that relationship blossom or not, but it'd be interesting to try again and see if I could. So that is a fun little game that, uh, I will have a link to it up at the buttonsmashers.com. Again, it is called Emily is Away. So go check it out, guys. And it's also screen uh, Steam Greenlit. So it'll be coming on Steam cool. here pretty soon. What do you got, well, Tim? Well, tomorrow, as of when we're recording, um, tomorrow is October 21st, 2015. The day that Doc and Marty arrive in the future. So everybody grab your silver visors, hop on your hoverboards, drink your uh, Pepsi. Dude, when we wake up in the morning, that all that yep. shit's going to be real. And there's going to be some crazy guy going, say, I fucking told you Jaws so. 3D, Jaws 13 and 3D. All that good stuff. So, yep. welcome everyone. You're now living in the future. Um, our next story is about Star Wars, since I am all pumped for Star Wars. About those wars. About those wars. No, um, Star Wars. I'm not the only one who's enthusiastic about Star Wars. Um, episode <laughs> 7 ticket pre-sales break pretty much all records. Um Ticket sales opened, like I said, on Monday, and it pretty much crashed Fandango servers and probably all other online ways to get tickets, like the fail of Cinetopia. Um, extraordinarily strong results. Um, I don't know if they're giving numbers yet. Uh, let see. I'm scrolling down to see if there is a number. No, they're not saying what the numbers are, but I'm sure that the people who count money are very happy. Um, 
Oh, I'm sure. going to be completely sold out the first week, I bet. So after that, you can probably get into the theater and see it, but it's going to be tough for the first week, and I can't wait. But I'll have to for about two months. Star Wars! Nice. All right. So not only have we heard about these style of games popping up recently, they're starting to become a phenomenon. What kind of games are those? And I'm talking... I'm talking about permadeath okay. games, Tim. So games, let's give you a definition really quick. A permadeath game is a game that you play, you have to be logged into a certain account, whether it be Steam, Xbox account, or a PlayStation Network account. And once you lose, die, or fail to meet the objective, that account is permanently and forever locked out. And once every single person that owns this game is permanently locked out there is either one person standing or nobody and the game never resets that game is completely done over servers go offline and is done and through now the first time i heard about this was about two years ago at pax prime can't remember what the name of the game was but it has came a long ways there's a game now launching on steam called one life and naturally it's called one life one Life is going to be a first-person multiplayer survival game with perma permadeath. If you die, you leave the game forever. The thing is, will you be able to survive the harsh world full of dangers, upgrade the battle truck, and set off for hot spots with your friends? So, without further ado, guys, here's the trailer for One Life. The line between game and reality is blurred. There is no room for a single mistake. You have only one life. Team with brothers in arms. Oh, cool. Now grab the loot. I'll cover you. Take everything you can. Take captives. Let me out. Take justice into your own hands. Son of a I'm gonna freaking kill you, you hear me? Pimp your truck. Or raid others. But remember, if you die, you'll leave this game Forever. That right there is One Life, guys. So head over to Steam, check it out. It should be coming up here pretty soon. Um, and it is going to be awesome. And I see if I can actually get... Um, I don't see the actual release date. But I believe the game is going to retail for a small dollar amount. Um, that's not going to be a full $60 game. $10, remember it. So, I, I believe it's going to be $10. Um, but it is on green light right now, so you guys head over to Steam and you guys can find it. The other story I got for you guys is... I know you all loved the NBA 2K16 trailers that we played leading up to it. And there's a new game coming out by 2K. 
WWE 2K16. Now, if you guys were around last year, you guys all know that I picked up the WWE 2K15 on a Steam sale to check it out because of my childhood love for the WWE games, WWF games. That game sucked. <laughs> and just to keep in regular 2K style with the wrestling entertainment world, I bring you guys WWE 2K16 trailer. guys just like wwe 2k 15 2k 16 hasn't said shit about their my career mode and that leads me to believe that there is nothing going on new in their my career mode because this trailer is their new one and it still has not led you to believe there's a storyline anywhere in wwe 2k 16 so do not get on day one guys do not warning taken Warning, Tegan, Tim's nope. not buying WWE 2K16 day one. He was going to do it. He's not doing it now. It's awesome. By the way, Stone Cold Steve Austin has a ton of freaking shit on TV now. For some reason, I was watching the show last night. Um, I'm a huge uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin fan because he just doesn't give a shit. And I kind of have the same attitude. I just don't give a shit about anything. And uh, he has this awesome TV show where it makes girls. Well, it was girls last night. I don't think it's always girls. But sometimes it's girls. Last night it was women, guys. They were doing two v two competition or one v one competitions uh, against each other and eliminating themselves like threes, like huge hard ass challenges. This girl had to carry a log a quarter of a mile up a hill, then back down another quarter of a mile down a hill, climb a rope, do this other type of weird bullshit, jump into a jump into a uh, lake thing that was thirty four degrees, so it's right above freezing. Jump in it, climb over a log inside the water, duck underneath the log inside the same exact pool, jump out of there, run, climb, jump over a hill that's 100 feet high, that's at a, uh, I think he said 60 degree angle, up the hill, ring a bell, down the hill, and then climb a rope and hit another freaking wow. bell. She had to do it in eight minutes. Yeah, she didn't do it. So, uh, but good on her. I, I couldn't do it either. So, I mean, but whatever. So. Yeah, that is our game news, industries, and game releases, guys, for this week. I got a little segment I want to do, and I'm going to send this out on Twitter, and 
I'm going to go ahead and erase these as I read them off. We are going to be do giving away gigantic keys. Now, here's the one thing, guys. I'm going to give you guys a second to get a pen and paper. And while I do that, I'm going to play a little bit of the Jeopardy theme song. guys got your pen and paper i am gonna be reading off one two three four five gigantic beta keys wow. in a row first five people to get them get the beta keys all you have to do is head over to gogigantic.com and register it um on their website to get entered into their weekly or weekendly i should say every saturday and sunday i believe it's friday saturday and sunday beta tests um up until release so guys without further ado here we go a u f two f s m r u v v as in victor by the way h five x j O U P K H G Q H K R K Q. That's one. Um, number two, A I two L J J E. Five four B G L F K H D H A P seven B C four four C M that's two number three U four X V G T F W J F D P B K N seven N T P L seven H Y B X or wait seven H Y B X four. That's three. Here's number four. Z K P three. Y R Y D J J A B N G A F X six T W G seven L two Z I. That's for one last one, guys. B B two five R I Q B E five F. E seven L three H C three U N E X T U seven E. Listen to that one again. I'm not doing it again. That is five guys. Those are your gigantic beta codes. If you guys want another chance to win them, head over to twitter.com forward or not twitter.com at plug underscore and underscore play underscore. We're giving away, we've already given away 47 keys on our Twitter page. Wow. So head over there. We're giving another five away on the this episode, episode 64 of the Plug and Play podcast. 
But every week, guys, we leave you guys with a question. This week is no different. This week's question is, what is your favorite Nintendo 64 memory? To go with episode 64, guys, what is your favorite Nintendo 64 memory? Tim, we totally I think we already covered, covered this, this but listeners. let's... Sounds good. All right, guys, until episode 65 of the Plug and Play podcast, don't forget to check us out on YouTube.com. Check out Tim's playthrough of Until Dawn. Don't forget to check us out at Facebook.com forward slash Plug and Play Show, where we're also giving away gigantic keys. We've given away 10 over there. Head over to Twitter.com. Check us out, check us out at Plug underscore and underscore Play underscore. 40-some keys given away over there so far. We also got some other games coming to you guys soon. Once we get these games given away, we have a granddaddy of a prize coming straight from Kingston to you guys. So, until episode 65, don't forget to prime and shine.